We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. To get the best blue light glasses on the market, use our URL felixgrayglasses.com backslash CMOS girlies. Non-prescription and prescription are available. Check them out now. felixgrayglasses.com slash CMOS girlies. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. felixgrayglasses.com slash CMOS girlies. Hello, CMOS girlies. It is October. It is spooky season. Finally, it's pumpkin spice latte season. It's kabocha squash season. But more importantly, and it's our 100th episode. Who would have thought? 100 episode. Yeah, I don't have any special sound effects. Maybe I'll change the intro sound effects. So if you already heard intro sound effects that were special, it's because it's 100th episode, baby. Yes, Emma, I've seen so many pumpkin spice things and just wanted to send them your way. I know you've been just cherishing in all of the pumpkin spice because, yeah, guys, it's October. And who would have thunk we would have hit 100 episodes in a mighty old, actually under two years, under two years. But Mm -hmm. we've been potting. We've been pumping out memes. We've been doing all the editing for you guys we've been chatting with you in geneva and it's kind of crazy emma and i've obviously done personal reflection on the fact that we have 100 episodes and had grown and we really didn't think it would grow and like didn't think we'd be here so it's very weird because also i feel like when we started the pod obviously it was a way different life during the pandemic and i feel like you and i have just grown so much and obviously oh just the world as well since then and so it's been like really crazy to have something grow along with you and yeah there's been lots of different phases and era of this godforsaken podcast and I'm honestly just like very surprised that I'm not surprised that it's like lasted but I'm surprised that people have been along for the ride just as long like since day one that kind of like blows my mind because I'm kind of like we're sort of nobodies but also I guess not at this point I don't know it's been interesting to reflect upon Yeah. And especially we both graduated college, like right when we started the pod. 
both of us have switched jobs since doing the pod. Both of us have probably dated a lot of random men. You moved apartments. I've stayed at the same spot. Like a lot of life changes, as you were saying, have happened to both of us. And I really was thinking like, oh my God, I am so different at age 23 than I am at 22 or 21 when we started the pod. Like our birthdays are both November, if you don't know. So it's like kind of around then, but a lot of fucking growth. And we are still 23. We still are the fucking cursed age of being 23, but it'll be our birthdays next month. And unfortunately, we're not doing any sort of live semantics for this episode. We just could not pull it together. It was gray and gloomy in New York, and we were just, we're not feeling it. But you know, I'm going to come back from Santa Barbara for my half marathon. And I think Emma and I will have some very fun, special food moment for both of our birthdays. And who knows, maybe we'll order another happy Zoe cake. We got that DM to us a lot. And I think that's a special one we could do. Yeah. Whether we do that, we'll probably do some sort of like Chinese grub thing. Um, I feel like we always do something goofy for our birthdays. Uh, but yeah, we did kind of have plans to do fun stuff this weekend, but it was, yeah, as Kate said, very rainy and gloomy and also i just truthfully am just exhausted with the work for anyone who also works and demanding corporate nine to five i feel you and i like have no brain cells and i'm kind of just like i can barely do the pod but i'm here because the pod is important um i also just want to say for anyone who's been affected by hurricane ian my heart goes out to you especially everyone and sanibel island Naples, Fort Myers. I grew up going to Naples like every single year and I still go. And it's definitely been like interesting. Like a lot of places that I grew up going to, there's one restaurant in particular that was like right on the beach that I'd always go with my dad in the mornings. It is completely like damaged, like probably will never get rebuilt. And I think it's been interesting to kind of experience this in the sense of like, obviously I don't like live in Florida, but I've definitely been like impacted in the sense of like you know, I have like memories tied to a lot of these places that have been impacted and knowing that like when I go back, it'll never be the same. And like my grandparents always go down there for the winter and just like, thank God that they weren't down there during the hurricane, just because, you know, a lot of retired folks go down to Florida to stay there for the winter and just to kind of like live there once they retire. Um, so yeah, to any of the Florida girlies, my heart goes out to you because I definitely feel like I've been personally impacted by that hurricane as well, even though I don't live there. Yeah, it's really scary with climate change. I my, one of my most I feel like classes that I took in college that really stood out to me was the intersection between climate change and disaster studies and just kind of like how that's exacerbating like a lot of the crises and like you can't plan for it. Like all the migration crises that are happening in the EU and how that impacts like we don't have any place for people and it's so um, it's obviously like physically obviously it's obviously like physically scary cuz people lose their homes. A lot of people get there's stuff damage and a lot of property loss but it's also like the emotional feeling like I'm always saying of loss of like I don't have a place that I have so many memories to that is almost like the worst part of it you can't really compare them they're different types of pain but definitely scary so thinking of you girlies um so yeah I have really nothing for the intro I went on a long goofy run this weekend that's about it for me and um I don't know maybe I'll do a depop clothing sale soon or some shit I mean I always talk about I wear the same pair of sweatpants all the fucking time and I'm like why do I have more than one pair of jeans I'm literally never wearing them so I need to get rid of all my jeans because they're all just like vintage and I know that they don't fit me anymore and I think that's a good thing that they don't fit me but I'm just yeah. like I'm a, you're holding on to the shit for what reason yeah um I need to do yeah restock on sweatpants because it's definitely like that's gonna be my uniform until like mid may not mid may like mid-april 
wait I do have a really fucking exciting note so as you guys know Emma and I are both dirty hags like really dirty hags I got onto the side of clean TikTok most of the side most of the times that stuff doesn't affect me I, I skip past it I click not interested right like that is not content for me I found some bitch with a million followers and her whole page is talking about like different cleaning products like here's how to clean and the opening of her video just like seduced me in it was like if you didn't feel like you really like felt good and confident while cleaning I'm like wait that's me I'm, I'm yeah literally me because like if you're like hey you're a dumbass you don't know the difference between this cleaner and this cleaner I'm not interested right but she made me feel so loving and didn't shame me for being a dirty pig so I went to the store and I got like seven different cleaning things I got blue Ajax I got Bonazilla I had to go run to like five stores to find these weird things and I scrubbed my bathtub and behind my toilet and my toilet and my sink for four hours I have not cleaned like that in my life. I was high, I think, for the rest of the day on all the weird chemicals that I smelt in that day um, that I inhaled. But wow, I am not dedicated to being like a clean bitch that I'm going to do that every Sunday like a maniac. But that was insane of me that I just like flipped my life over. I have not felt that good about myself in a very long time from doing that little cleaning bender. Yeah, I cleaned this weekend too, but I literally took like my Swiffer for like two seconds. And I think I like sprayed my sink, like my bathroom sink with like multi-purpose, like whatever spray. Wiped with a paper towel and I was like, mm, that's good enough for me. I'll get you. <laughs> but the I'm inspired. Towel. Yeah, I, I, I'm also the same with cleaning supplies. Like I don't know anything i'm just like no, i'll dude. buy like whatever target has which is usually nothing because everything's always fucking sold out nowadays but yeah. no dude i have been like going in with like multi-purpose in the past but i got like weird powder cleanser stuff and you yeah know, i feel like it's the powders that do the trick i'm like convinced multi-surface spray doesn't do jack shit. that's like water yeah. yeah no i feel like when i was super in my like zero waste like eco-friendly vibes like yeah okay I'm not zero waste anymore guys literally no one can be zero waste but I got on that point of like oh my god normal household cleaners are so bad and all these chemicals and now I'm like I need chemicals I am not making a DIY vinegar fucking scrub like it's not gonna clean it guys I'm sorry but Um, also that's how I feel also about a lot of the very like not clean beauty but I there's a particular like brand of like toothpaste and teeth hygiene stuff that I have in my bathroom that I probably got sent and every single time I like use their weird like toothpaste um tablets I'm like I don't feel like my teeth are getting cleaned I genuinely need like the fucking I need whatever crazy shit is in that because like my teeth just feel dirtier when I use it um no shade but like that's literally how I feel I know the only one that I've stuck with which I feel like a lot of people fall off the wagon of is natural deodorant like I know a lot of people are like this doesn't work I smell like a pig for me somehow it works but I get that if you also have fallen off the natural deodorant thing because that does sometimes like make you really wonder like this is so fake news but yeah um so back on my I mean back on my starting my journey and being a clean person maybe it's not like I'm gonna have any guests over like we always say so it's just for myself but you know we're gonna be spending a lot more time in our apartments as it gets colder out so it'll be nice to have a clean apartment a clean abode to you know hibernate in yeah it's just a new hobby that I can do whenever I'm bored just clean Jesus Christ I'm like a 40 year old like midwife like I'm already an old hag but I'm like this is a new thing to add to the list anyways so for this episode we're not going anywhere we're both snuggled up in bed as we pod as we normally do with our big ass microphones but we made a list of things we're going to talk about some of you guys gave us ideas and then we just kind of like had a fun idea list uh basically like 
how do we make memes? Like, what's our favorite like food? What's a weird DM we've gotten? Like, what's a fun PR package we've gotten? Like, what's and then the more sentimental stuff about CMOS girlies. So we hope you like it. Um, please don't listen to episode one. Every now and then I listen to the old episodes and I'm like, we are children. We are babies. Take yeah. the phones out of our hands. Yeah. Like, honestly, those old episodes, you know how like on YouTube, a lot of like YouTube creators just like make all their videos private, private. From, like when they started. I'm like, we need to do that with episode one through like 50. I swear to God. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, <laughs> we'd have to redo everything. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we will. But um, we'll get into the pod, the usual stuff. And we hope you enjoy episode 100. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, CMOS girlies, we have to tell you all about our favorite new plant-based protein powder by Sprout Living. They're so delicious, so clean, and really much more than just your standard protein powder. Now, what really makes them different is that they avoid a lot of the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only use real, whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is great because it makes the blends multifunctional. Their Epic Protein Pro Collagen Blend, for example, also contains ingredients that help boost the body's own natural production of collagen. How cool is that? They have tons of different flavors. There's truly something for everyone to love. Check them out and use the code CMOSGRILLIES for 20% off your order. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics, and let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, CMOS girlies. We know you spend hours scrolling and liking our memes on your phones. Hey, Emma, have you heard about the dangers of blue light? Oh, girl, am I aware? From the headaches to the blurry vision, I am a victim of blue light. Did you know that exposure to blue light at night can lower the production of melatonin, the hormone that regulates sleep? Even though your girlies take your magnesium before bed, we suggest you check out Felix Gray lenses to help with blue light exposure. Kate and I are wearing our glasses as we we record this ad because the Felix Gray lenses filter 15 times more blue light that can make screen time tough on the eyes. To get the best blue light glasses on the market, use our URL, felixgrayglasses.com slash cmosgirlies. Non-prescription and prescription are available. Check them out now, felixgrayglasses.com slash cmosgirlies. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges, felixgrayglasses.com slash cmosgirlies. All right, episode 100. Let's get through the list of topics for today. So... The first topic is one we get asked by some of you guys, but we also get asked by a lot of millennials that think our account is funny. You know, I'm envisioning someone that runs the social media of a health and wellness brand and they're tasked with what is CMOS girlies and why did they tag me in their meme? You know, think of like any brand that we've put on the page before. They're probably trying to decipher why is my product being held up by Shrek in this image? And what? why are there 2,000 likes in this photo? I can barely get 50 on my account. So we get asked a lot, how do you guys make the memes? Where do you source from the memes? How do you pump out so much content? How do you think of ideas? Now, some of this is just meme maker's brain. It is pure brain rot of us just being online all the time, right? That's like, I think the introduction of how we started making the meme page. It was just Emma and I have the same humor that like Twitter, like, you know, you follow the meme page, you know, our fucking humor at this point. So I'm not even going to explain it, but Mm -hmm. That's how it started. We were just like, oh, this is funny. Why don't we talk about like wellness stuff? Because no one's going to fucking understand it. And then I guess 30,000 of you guys understand it these days. So when it comes to the meme process, if you haven't figured out the secret sauce here, Emma and I text every morning, like you got first meme or I got first meme, right? Whatever one of us posts it, we have a lot in our draft saved up. So you got to keep- The way that that is like a consistent thing every single day. Like we have not gone one day since starting the meme page where we haven't texted Dude. each other figuring out who's going to start, that who's going to post so a meme. Like that is like the one constant in my life at this point. That would be so cute if we screenshotted every morning text back to each other. We should do like a little like collage of that and like post it on TikTok or something. Literally, it would be like over- how many days are it would be almost a thousand texts like that's yeah, easily insane. so that's how it starts we normally post one around nine or ten and i'm and i get our days kicking off i mean we get our days kicking off before then then we do one around lunchtime like noon to two ish you know if yeah. we miss it and we both panic at two that no one's posted we just throw one up there and then the last one's around five to six depending on how geriatric our dinners are these days and then we wipe off our hands maybe i'll slide through the dms and see if you guys have dm'd us any questions or any nonsense and answer that that's how the memes get posted post it it's three a day why because instagram grid there's three across and it looks good okay get it where do we source from the memes emma where's your favorite place to source for the memes? um my favorite is pinterest to be completely honest that what place you type in anything you click on a photo it gives you a million other photos you click on another photo it gives you another photos it's also my favorite place to get like the really goofy um like all the reaction photos i feel like yeah i feel like on instagram it's a lot of those um not even like the facebook template ones but it's like the stick figures that aren't funny 
I and like I need something figures. I need something gross <laughs> yeah no it's the stick figures and like our Instagram explore page is just like stick figures and like text post and so I'm like okay I could do another one like this or I could search Shrek on Pinterest and I could unleash a new hell of memes now when it comes to subjects of memes there are some consistent hitters I know if if I'm lack and I don't have one I can just make one about the gut microbiome and we're set right um now when it comes to like the more random chaotic memes maybe it was something I saw at the grocery store that day maybe it was something that happened in my life like you know Simon Scurley is a reflection of art is the reflection of the art creator right you guys getting in a secret peek into what Emma and I are doing but it is interesting because sometimes I feel like we run out of subjects too or, it's, or we probably both think that in the back of our head oh there's definitely I can tell when we're in a rut because it'll yeah. just be memes and it's just like a random photo that we got of the internet of like nutritionally used I'm like yep it's one of those days <laughs> yeah one of those days but also like I do feel like we do tap into meme culture a bit so if there is a trending one like we definitely will try to imitate it like quickly and get on the trend of course when that little miss shit was going around we posted one like way before it became a trend and then that that meme got ten thousand likes and it's like our most shared meme like i went through the stats the other day and it was like the dumbest low-hanging fruit but it was just like very trendy another one when it was like if you see any of these in their bedroom run like these are red flags and i like that took me a long time to get like 60 different like photoshop things into that image but it was like all your kind of meme accounts were posting that at the time so i like knew it would do well if we performed it right like you want to feel seen like your favorite meme account has posted about it but yeah that's the meme logic i don't really see it stopping i feel like i would feel so no, sad. the memes fulfill me so much what's your like favorite What's your favorite meme that we've made? That's like such a hard question because we have a billion. I'm going to scroll through right now because um, I was thinking about this before we potted. I was like, we've made literally so many fucking memes. Honestly, like the ones that we made, like our early ones, I think are probably my favorite because those were, I feel like, just so insane. The first one I remember making that was like wellness related because when we first started the pod, if you didn't know, it was called Voice by Mo and it was more generic than health and wellness. Like we had like dating app screen conversations. <laughs> but the first one I remember was, um, it was astrology girls, low vibe, and then like supplement girls, like high vibrational energy. It was something like that. Um, I think all of your, so Emma does a lot of the edits when it comes to like the merch stuff and the ones that you did for the recent merch drop were actually a fave of mine. Like the one of, uh, they're all SpongeBob images, of course. I feel like the theme, every time I find a good SpongeBob image we haven't used, I'm very excited about it um yeah god our most fav- famous meme is the little miss stomachache one that's like, so embarrassing jesus christ i know um and then it was the red flags one that was another popular one let's see i'm okay, just scrolling well- i'm like lol it's so funny because when we initially started these memes i distinctly remember like just laughing at everything we were making when we were first getting yeah. started and i remember i was like walking through central parks i still lived in my old apartment and it was like so cold my hands were like freezing and we were like making memes like probably a million like in a day yeah, and we would dude. send them to each other and I would just like burst out laughing yeah. and like I don't laugh as much about the memes because we don't like share them with each other personally we just kind of like upload and like see what happens and I'm like oh that's the meme Kate no, made yeah but we used to text them I totally forgot yes about that. yes and oh my god, god they were so, so fucking funny. funny I remember when we dabbled like this I mean we have TikTok we don't really use it but when we were like all right we're gonna pivot to video memes and I don't remember the one you posted was it about chia seeds shit yeah it was the chia seed one it was it was it was the chia seed one but it was like all the people like in congress like walking really really fast and i found it on (laughs) 
on on Twitter, and I was like, "This is so funny." And you always have to do some like crazy Nicki Minaj you, song. Like yeah, that's the only like, thing that like revenge. works. <laughs> yeah, the G- oh my god, the GC one was so funny. And I was like, okay pivoting to video memes and then i was like wait that is so much work have to find a funny video add the text add the song and then post it like we're not but no remember when we went our on our random hiatus and then we oh my god then when we came back we did all video memes yeah <laughs> and it was so much but god, like the best oh so funny um it's kind of weird because i'm looking at instagram like it's like the reach of them and i feel like a lot of these are pretty fucking stupid that got a lot of reach but i'm just thinking there may be like more relatable ones i love any of the ones where it's like a couple one like the one i'm just seeing right now is like he's probably thinking about other girls what does vgf and df mean like i love when it's kind of that back and forth yeah yeah i'm also seeing i completely forgot that we did like instagram lives a lot too like there was one that we did the spring we did that coconut ice cream one which god no um (laughs) one i just saw you made which will get us into our next subject because we talked about memes a lot is what's wrong babe you've barely touched your enchanted broccoli forest casserole (laughs) (laughs) which where the fuck did you find that image um so if anyone fuck what's her name the moosewood cookbook lady i don't remember her name but she was like OG hippie lady, um, just like very much like macrobiotic. You you get the gist. My mom has one of her cookbooks. Um, and I was like, maybe I can like make something about her. And yeah, Enchanted Broccoli Forest, which kind of but kind of also doesn't get into um Kate and I, if people don't know, some most of you guys probably know. We have a secret Twitter account called CMOS Diet where we post just like the ugliest photos of our meals really just for shits and giggles for Kate and I there's a lot of like New York people I feel like that have random food accounts like I think um Dasha from Red Scare is like notably known for like having a very problematic one but um I don't even know when we started this we started this I think I know the Im- I know why it was started because the image that is of it is Emma photoshopped an image and it says alt pancake and it, it was because back in the vegan days when I would make pancakes and like you wouldn't have you know you'd make egg substitutions all it was literally shit. just chickpea flour and maca powder <laughs> yeah and I was like oh this will bake this will bake for sure um there was this pancake that I was like fuck it this batter I can just tell it's not gonna bake I take the biggest pancake we also once this episode comes out live I'm gonna make like a meme about like this episode or something like that and then I'm gonna do like I'll I'll choose nine images for a carousel that reference some things that come up in this episode because like you guys need to see what alt pancake is. I'm describing it. <laughs> it's like it, it's it's honestly it's kind of iconic, dude. I have a video of it on my phone too. <laughs> a video of me flipping it and it falling. You, um, oh my god! Besides the point. So alt pancake, which is like a pancake that didn't like it was literally the size of a pan, like a nine inch pan, and it is entirely burnt and it is also raw at the same time. Broken. That was the start of the uh pan. And then I think we got inspired that we could post a lot about Happy Zoe because we were like frequently going there every weekend like freaks. And then now it's kind of evolved into a point where it's when Emma and I see weird shit at the grocery store. It's like we post it for the other one to see when I could just text Emma this photo of cottage cheese I saw yesterday. I was like, no, I'm just going to post it on the the Twitter and she'll see it instead. Um, Or it's a really weird meal we've made. Um any favorites come to mind for you god okay sorry my like internet connection kind of like was unstable for a second so i feel like i cut out uh but okay i'm scrolling there's one that i posted a really long time ago called i think it was celery on a log and it was just like a squirt of 
mustard on a celery stick on like a plate, which was kind of goofy. Uh, I, love, I love the ones where it's like, this is a common theme where it's like both of us randomly got free food. Like I'm almost like complimentary minestrone soup from East Village Organic <laughs> because they made too much. There's one where like me at the fourth street co-op and it's a bucket of free green beans. <laughs> like, why the fuck is this her option? Oh, and also another, okay. CMOS diet. I would say it comes in like, it's like a roller coaster. Sometimes it's really boring, mundane stuff. Sometimes there's a lot of content. There's a lot of content whenever Emma and I go home to the Midwest because we have to make out meals out of whatever our family's eating. And there's just one image of like uh, just crazy shit whenever we're home at my sister's wedding. It was a plate um, of watermelon, one piece of lettuce, half a slice of wedding cake, a little bit of scrambled egg, bacon, and like two strawberries. Um, That was my meal in the Midwest. Wait, oh my God. No, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Um, oh yeah, there was a meal that I made when I was back home for like a pre-workout snack. It was one of those Siete tortillas, but you know how they come frozen and they're raw. I was too lazy to cook it. So I ate it raw and I put turkey, arugula, and just hot sauce on it. Like, okay, Emma. Yeah. Also, it kind of serves as a time when Emma and I, you know, of course, go to the grocery store all the time. We kind of post, oh, macrid shortage, macrid shortage. Oh my God, shortage, not shortle. What am I fucking saying? Um, Also, another point, whenever Emma and I go on dates, we always document what we get on our dinner dates with random men. Um, That's a fun one. Morgan Stearns, Van Leeuwen is one. So yeah. Um, Will we accept you as a follower? Probably not. But it's a fun account for Emma and my. Yeah, uh, this is like our extension of the meme page. I think we'll we'll go through some of our best ones because when we were vegan eating silken tofu and like a lot of stuff like that, these photos look really bad. There was a moment. No, I distinctly remember when I was still vegan and like into like my crazy vegan shit. I (laughs) there's a photo that I posted on my Instagram stories, and and I was like so proud of this. Was like "Mm, bon appetit. Look at me being a chef. It was like chocolate. It It was like pardon. What'd you make? I missed it. Um, it was just like it was like chocolate, um, oats because we had like a huge oat phase, and then on top of it, I put silken tofu that I blended with the moon juice, blue beauty protein powder, and then like raisins and black star molasses, and I posted that on my Instagram story, and I was like, Emma, like looking back, I'm like that is so like questionable. Like people probably were like concerned. Yeah, the amount of time there's a lot of dessert potatoes I'm seeing. It's a lot of carrots. dude. I have not had a dessert potato in a moment, dude. I've been back on my freezer potato shit, and I've been so happy. Um, there's me in Copenhagen eating like weird like <laughs> I don't even know candy. I guess. Um, yeah, so we'll find our best of the CMOS diets. One of my favorites is like the one of you just posted, like it was like an asparagus, like forest or something, broccoli forest. It was when you were home for Thanksgiving. Oh my god, yeah, my grandma was making asparagus and there was like 101 asparagus food. So it was like, it was like the 101 Dalmatians. It was like, fuck, or no, it was Kale Mountain. It was Kale Mountain. Kale Mountain. I think. <laughs> god we sound like fucking freaks way that i even remember what i like yeah because kate and i also use like really goofy like words when we post for things it'll be like (laughs) god i'm trying to find like one that's (laughs) yeah okay we're gonna gonna scroll all the way down to the twitter and then we'll come back and we'll come back with more of the beggars okay so unfortunately twitter we can't scroll back to like the bottom of the bottom of like all of this stuff but we'll start with some of these one of them sexy dip party and it's sriracha plant-based dip next one that sparks joy is a photo of me with cashews and water saying back i'm on back on my maid bullshit i have one that says single serving homemade hemp milk no sugar just vibes and it's 
an old Hawthorne Valley sauerkraut jar that's like halfway filled up with homemade hemp milk that I must have made. Yeah, I'm probably tasted fair. disgusting. Um, one of my favorites that's honestly a really good snack. I took a Mary's cracker, I put cream cheese on it, and then I put a Brussels sprout on top. And I was like, honestly, I did something here. I did do something there. It was good. Um, let's see. Oh, a gr- this was a fun one for me. A Celsius and a pack of gum. And I said mental illness, Harvard Law era. Happy <laughs> we're not there anymore. We tried. Oh my god, McCarran Park digestive biscuit, bro. <laughs> we got an entire chocolate babka from shit what, i forgot about that what was the uh shit what's need the name love of oh, need need love, love bakery, bakery. Uh, this is so god see you tweeted, dinner featuring the skinny siete cheese dude you tweeted athletic green spot in, in the wild is this a sign they will sponsor the pod and it was like their old ad and it was like single and then what do you know on the ground and look at they're sponsoring the pod now tompkins park unemployed treats it was me with some snack that i was enjoying with a boy <laughs> i have a thing and it's called a haul it's tofu shirataki noodles egyptian licorice tea and then bone broth this was um last fall and it was me holding a kombucha with a free sign and it said free government hands out in dime square mm-hmm. <laughs> um dime square disaster zone and i just saw a bunch of oysters all over the ground and I was seeing a man that lived in Dime Square. Um, Lots of Zevia. You used to take a lot of photos of like supplements on the ground. Like there was just like abandoned magnesium malate. Someone go yeah. claim her. <laughs> oh, then I was like, POV, you scare your neighbors. It was like, I got in a TikTok feud with my neighbors that were loud. And then they just like put chocolates on my doorstep. Um, God, lawyer. From- God. <laughs> or another one of mine. Words. Another one of mine. I saw lawyer brain and the photo was a Celsius and then it's earplugs. <laughs> walnut and bathtub it's me holding a single walnut while taking a bath yeah that one was a good one um ceo snack plate ceo dinner podcast craving mighty mackerel mess fishy plus pancakes wait dude i forgot okay one of our things we're going to talk about is our favorite pr fact package remember good fish oh my gosh yes they make like fish it's salmon skin Chris, it's kind of similar to like a pork rind dude i took i took the the pork rind or i took the fish the the fish strips i put them in pea soup and i called it fish pea soup you know God. when you get like those crispy onions on top of something it was the same thing i found mustard on a log by emma which is really dystopian um emma said wellness white claw to a recess you should give them mm-hmm. to them for a branding idea yeah um yeah, you posted something from Kiki's. So I many post- potatoes. You posted one ashwagandha alfalfa almond butter sludge, and it's just a bowl of like yellow liquid. I think I literally blended it together, and I was like, mm, "This is a smoothie, <laughs> bro." Um, uh, let's see. Do we have any other bangers that have happened recently? Not really. Oh, Cashew Fiesta. <laughs> Not that again. Not that. Okay. Are we do you have enough of the food? Are you guys interested? We can give you more of the CMOS diet. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll share some more. We can there's a photo of me with salsa on a pair of stairs and it's recycling my crush's salsa for him. Don't remember that. Anyways, okay. Next topic. Favorite PR package. So occasionally we got weird DMs like do you want to try our product? A lot of the times we say no. Um, sometimes we say yes. Sometimes we say yes and we regret it. <laughs> yeah, that's another one too. Um, we've gotten sea moss peanuts before, which tasted like garbage. Um, 
the beef liver pills are nice. I'm taking them now. The good fish, I totally forgot about that package. We get a lot of Olipop, which I do appreciate. I do. The coconut colt has been. I need that to keep coming. I love Oat House by Ali Bonar. That's a big one. I enjoy whenever that had happened. Um, hmm. What are some other ones that we'd like? The oh, Bob's Red Mill one was pretty iconic. Bob's Red Mill with the bobblehead. Remember we got the Enviro Kids, all that cereal? Yes. I deadass gave that. I, I texted a boy that I was seeing at the time. Do you want a box of cereal? And he was like, why? And I was like, I don't know. I got it. I have like a million boxes. Yeah, that the cereal, the Patagonia stuff was nice because we do love tin fish. Yeah. I feel like we got stuff at Fishwife maybe at one point. Um, yeah, Rebecca, which was nice. Um, what are some other food? I feel like they go in ways where we'll get just like a shitload of stuff and then nothing. We're kind of in our nothing era right now, which I'm kind of fine with because I'm like, I need to use up some of the stuff that's just been collecting, collecting dust. dust, as we say. <laughs> it's Emma's favorite line. Um, that should have been another one. What's like a common line that we always say? I used to say without further ado you, you always say collecting dust in my yeah. pantry that's I mean, like an that's, emma that's line what she does um, um okay let's see here um favorite episode that we've done i don't know we've done a lot we've covered so much ground bro i was like, talking to kate and there was definitely like phases like when we had the hot girl summer ones yeah. that we did like throwback to that all the climate change ones like all of the yeah like we've done a lot on like specific supplements and we've kept like an ongoing list of like things we could do episodes about that were interesting I'm trying to think of the one that i feel like i learned the most about or something i don't know all the ones about food and climate change i think it was interesting because it coincided with emma and our like personal journey of like reintroducing animal products so i think it really forced us to like question our own like rigid beliefs of like i'm gonna be vegan for the rest of my life and i think that was just a good learning moment because that was like a question i had of like what was our favorite part of our personal health journey and you know emma and i are still on our journey we still wake up and say don't like my body today like still happens to us two years later one year later whatever um, but I think for me, a lot of what changed, like from at least eating disorder days in high school to now is that I don't think of food as only calories, which was such a hard spot for me for a very long time. I was just like, I need to eat less. I need to eat less. I need to move more. And now I'm actually like, okay, I've learned so much about nutrition of food and supplements that I actually give a fuck about what I put into my body. Like I, like no okay salmon has omega-3s it's really good for this i take my magnesium and i'm rigid about remembering to do that um i take my tart cherry after i work out i'll take my l-glutamine like i actually feel like i have a reason and a rationale behind what i'm eating and i think about food for what the benefits it's doing to my body versus like i'm just gonna like try to make myself smaller and restrict stuff yeah i also just feel like I think I've learned so much about just the importance of like different micro and macronutrients. Like, mm-hmm. obviously I knew like the importance and like what macros were, but I like never really paid any attention to them. And I think I've learned so much about like the importance of protein and how it was probably so deficient back in like my vegan days. And yeah, I think kind of like Kate said, I think anyone who's experiencing eating, eating disorder to get out of like that mindset of like only viewing food as like calories and only viewing exercise as like a way to burn calories. Like those are definitely like things that I, was still struggling with when we probably initially started the pod and just like seeing my relationship now with both food and exercise is just like, so like such a game changer. I think just to see how both Kate and I have grown in those areas has definitely been like very exciting and special to witness. Cause I know that we, we both have seen each other probably like at our worst and it's good to see each other at a point where we're very like strong and like healthy 
Totally. I think um, like, so I definitely agree with that. I think another thing that I was kind of like thinking with this, I wrote down like favorite moment with the other person, which we can get into, but I think like getting corny about Emma, I think like growth that I've seen with Emma that it's like, I've just like noticed of like doing the pod with her is cause like, I know I'm a lot better than you guys. I know like all of her demons and all of the things that bother her at night and stuff like that. And I think I've seen you so much talk about like, I want to get stronger. Like almost every time we talk about body image and food and stuff, like you've put such an emphasis on that and really have stuck to your guns, which I also know is like very hard as someone who also struggles with body image. And that's, I would say where I would like commend you. Cause I think you and I, the reason we bond and have such a flourishing friendship is because when we first met we first started talking about our eating disorder realized we have a lot of the same problems and the same mind fucks like a lot of the problems I have I don't even have to complete the sentence and Emma already knows exactly what I'm feeling like exactly what the pit in my stomach is like um and so knowing how hard it is to be like I want to be strong in a society that wants you to be skinny is something that I think I'm like so proud of Emma as a friend and also and just well, knowing- I'm I'm proud of Kate for how just committed she's been to running and I am just like so excited for you to like finally like do like your marathon and half just because I know that like you kind of picked up running like late you know later on in life and like I know quitting volleyball was a whole thing and I was like definitely with you throughout that entire process and for you to like I think finally find excitement and like movement and something that like gets you excited every day it's just been like so exciting to witness that journey and it's just like yeah been so cool to kind of watch how we I think we both have just progressed in our yeah, movements and exercise from starting this to now. And yeah, it's wild. It's funny. I think if you would have taken us in 2020 and like put us in the same room of us now, we would have been so much weaker. I think us now would have been like, bitch, what are we doing? <laughs> like we would have like slapped each other in the face. like for our former selves. A million um, percent. Or our past selves, not former. Whatever. I'm like disgusted at like how I sometimes was back. Yeah, in same. And I think the friendship has been great because I think since we are wired the same way, like when someone else is slipping up, the other one is like, hey, bitch, I know that if you don't take a rest day, it's going to hurt. Like you got to do it. And we kind of have that reinforcing like feedback loop, which is great for the friendship. Um, so yeah, I think that's been like a great and thing. I and I also feel like too, our friendship has definitely grown in such ways that I don't think it ever would have if we didn't start the podcast. And I think a lot of people probably question how we managed to like keep a friendship with also like business matters. I mean, I don't know if business, I really consider the podcast a business. business, but I think we've been good at like separating things and still managing to like have fun. And we've definitely been able to like connect in ways that I've never connected with another human being like ever before in my life. And yeah, yeah, I'm definitely just like so grateful for what this has transformed when it comes to like our friendship. Yeah. I think it's something that is so consistent that it's like, I don't even have to question it. And I feel like I hear people say that about like, when you find the love of your life, it's just like, Oh, I know they're never leaving me. I know that it's like, this is just a constant. And I think you and I have always struggled with control and like wanting to control how our body looks career, how people see me friendships, all that stuff. And this is the one thing where I'm like, I know that I got Emma and I know that I got this thing that we've like built together, regardless of what happens, like episode 5 million from now or whatever the fuck, or like however long this lasts. But like, I know that I have this and this like friendship is so precious and like anyone else relationships. It's like some days we both are like, like today, did we really text all day? No, like we haven't really, like, we don't really text sometimes because we're like, it's gloomy, it's miserable. And we both just want to like do our own fucking thing. That's fine. But we still have this like commitment to each other, which I think is really special too. Um, so yeah. um, favorite weirdest DM, uh, don't really have any that come to mind. I remember I- there's some DMS that we've sent people that I remember. Okay. Go. Um, well, I remember, so if 
for people who don't know, Kirina Shipka is surprisingly oh. CMOS girly. And I remember when we did our first initial merch launch, we were like, we will send you like our merch for free. And she like never applied. And we obviously did not send that to her, but that would have been so funny if we sent her janky ass merch. Yeah. Um, that was funny. I think also like we went on a bender, like DMing, like, like icons and like health icons and stuff. That was funny. Um, I think it's funny when people are like, wait, you have a podcast or like, wait, like that's the funniest part when we get DMs. Like you guys have a podcast. Um, cause that's kind of reoccurring. Um, I don't know. I, I've had more anticipation, but then I couldn't really think of a weird DM. I don't, we yeah. Don't- I mean, obviously I, I think when we get probably DMs on our personal Instagrams from like random people who are like, I just like discovered the pod and like, oh my God, like you've changed my life. Those are definitely like the most rewarding just because it's so hard with the podcasting to even to know remember. people listen to you. And obviously Geneva and like the meme page kind of puts a face to people, but I think the random DMs, I'm like, oh, wow, I actually am making an impact just because I think it's really easy for me to definitely belittle everything that I do in life and not oh, same, really yeah. think what I do is like significant. And so to know that like there's like random people throughout the world that, you know, do count on us. That's like definitely a huge motivating factor for me to like continue to do the pod when it's, you know, the last thing I want to do on like a Friday or Saturday or Sunday night after like having a busy week with work. But I think that is what definitely makes me feel the most like proud of what we've done. Yeah, I agree. I think getting into favorite CMOS girlies interaction. So we've met some of you that listen to the pod. Um, We've had different events and stuff. We did a live podcast recording. We've had some picnics. We obviously did our Geneva photo shoot, which is another highlight of the journey. Um, I'm trying to think of ones. I would say like the most special part about this for me is anytime I've gotten a DM, I got one this week that I should have sent to you. Emma, I totally forgot. And someone was like, oh my gosh, Kate, like I'm at college orientation or like a sorority or something like that. And all the girls in my group, we're all CMOS girlies and we all were talking about it. And like, that is crazy to me. You know, you hear founders of a company of like, I've been working on this thing in private for five years and to see it in someone else's kitchen is really special. So Mm -hmm. it's for me when I see people that have felt like alien, like loners, like they don't have anyone and they don't have anyone that will listen to them like in person. Yeah. Okay. They have Geneva and they can text people on their phone and like, you know, message people. That's one thing. But when it's manifested in their real life, that is something that feels so special to me. Like we know people from the pod that are, that we've met in New York that are now like best friends. Mm -hmm. And that is something that's crazy to me because like Emma said, I think for me, like being online all the time, I'm like, I have no fucking value to society besides selling a pair of hokas. Like, what am I doing here to know that through this, we were able to make people have friendship is like so impactful, so fucking impactful. And I don't even care if it's one person that is like more than I ever thought I would touch and like change in someone's life. Um, just having been on the opposite side of things. And I still feel like a loner a lot of the times, but never feeling like I'm never going to have a best friend. And now that I do have Emma to know that someone else got that just feels so rewarding. Well, I think it's also rewarding because I think we've built something in the wellness space that just has never existed. I think like the wellness space definitely puts women like up against each other and also like alienates women a lot and creates like a very competitive environment. I think we've definitely have carved out a space where it's like, no, this is like a place like CMOS girlies is a place for people to like connect and like feel valued and not feel like bad about themselves. And I think also there's like so many people that, you know, we're CMOS girlies like day one. I think like just witnessing all of them grow up too. I'm just like thinking of like specific people. And I feel like I even have like personal connections with like a lot of CMOS girlies as well. Like obviously I'm not like close friends with them, but like I follow them on Instagram and it's like just nice to know that like I have these mutuals across the internet that I would have never met otherwise. Um, But yeah, I think definitely just like 
when I hear people talk about, oh yeah, I was like at a party or I was on college campus and like, I met someone who's also a CMOS girly, like that just like blows my mind. Cause I'm like, how did you guys find us? Like, oh my God, like, this is so cool. Cause I and wish I had something like that when I was, you know, of that age. Totally. I think that has to be my favorite thing. Whenever I think about CMOS girlies, like throughout the day, that has to be the favorite part of it. Like I could give a fuck less if you guys like care what I'm going to say on the podcast, but it's like yeah. knowing that it is impacted you is the most rewarding part. To get into like most rewarding memory on a different level is like the Geneva billboard really did a lot for us. So if you don't know, we use Geneva as a social app. They asked us as one of the most successful communities they've onboarded. Like we love to feature you in this campaign across New York City. Remember I got that email and Emma did too. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, okay, we're going to be in like a, you know, an ad on their Instagram. I get it. Like a photo shoot. They told us it was going to be a billboard in the middle of Soho, like up on like where like a billboard of Gigi Hadid would be like throughout the week or something or Bella, whatever. I remember getting that and I like sat down and I really couldn't stomach it for a few days. I was like, I don't even get what this means. Like why? Like us? Like what, what do you, like I walk in New York city and Emma and I are both from the Midwest never thought like I would be here and like be doing successful enough. Right. To walk down and see that the word CMOS girl is on a billboard and that's what I'm going to be on a billboard for was crazy because I think it's something that we made for ourselves. There was no reason for CMOS girlies to succeed. If you want to say it has or hasn't, you can fight me on that. But, you know, there's no reason for Emma and I to have somehow grasped this little corner of the wellness industry and for us to have a billboard of ourselves, like the, we don't have any and I think the craziest thing too is that like we have not bought our way to this no. position like we have not bought a follower like you and I have never like purchased equipment like you and I have been so scrappy and I think it's really just goes to show that dedication and perseverance really takes you somewhere and if you have an idea and a dream like just chase it and go after it like I never dreamed of becoming a podcaster but here we are and I think yeah it's so crazy that you know you and I both moved to New York for very specific reasons and to know that like we're being more recognized for like areas that like we never intended to like really get ourselves into I think it's been so like interesting to me I'm like oh I moved to New York to like pursue fashion but now I have a billboard because I do stuff in like health and wellness even though I don't really consider myself like an integral part of like the health and wellness industry like you know maybe we have some sort of impact but I still feel like in the grand scheme of things are pretty much just like a small fish in a big pond but yeah it's so crazy to get that type of recognition that definitely like put stuff into perspective and I think too just a lot of people back home were like so amazed by that and it really like kind of solidified the like oh yeah no like Kate and I are like legit what we're doing is real and yeah we deserve this recognition I think like you just said the biggest thing that I think deal I deal with with social media is just like okay like this is a stupid little thing like we're having a stupid little meme page like when we pitch to investors about supple it's like Emma and I've really done probably a disservice of not talking about it to like a really serious level of like we're the largest community for Gen Z and health and wellness like find me another one find me another one right now with the same engagement rate as us, like 10% engagement rate on Instagram. Everyone else has like 2%, right? Um, so when I saw that up there and I remember I sprinted down on the street and like FaceTime my mom, I just like sat there for a bit because there was really no reason for us to succeed. And the fact that we just did it and it just worked and not to say like, uh, like, yeah, luck and everything gets in part of it, but we just knew that like, yeah, this is our thing. And like, we're just going to do it. And like, we also didn't care. We didn't care. We weren't like aiming to have a billboard. We weren't aiming to interview the found, like the COO of like athletic greens. It was never like 
I'm starting this thing and going to become the next big thing, like with an ego. But then while the, the, like the wave was going, we definitely just like, we're so zoned into like, okay, we have all these people, like, let's get on Geneva and like, let's do this. And then let's do this. And it was just really, I think I'm when I look back at that period when it was like the first year of podcasting and it was like this rush of just like, we had really no like limits on our dreams. And I think if we're being honest with supple now, kind of where we are, I think both of us have had kind of barriers to like thinking of like how far we can dream. Like, it feels like we've hit a wall of like, all right, we've done this. I think like to get like super real and like honest and raw with like everyone, like I definitely feel now that there's been like, yeah, kind of like a wall or like a plateau. Like there was so much excitement, like early on, I think it's because like you and I had so much free time and like, this was like what we were able to like dedicate ourselves to. And there was like, you know, kind of early on, there is like a lot of like, you know, very quick growth that you experience. And then obviously there's kind of like slower periods and I'm not saying that like, I mean, I feel like we're kind of in a slow period right now where I just feel like I, yeah, I like don't know what's like next, not saying that we're going to like quit the podcast or anything, but I think, you know, the unknown. And I think Kate and I have also learned to like, not judge ourselves. Kate and I are definitely like all or nothing people. Like if we want to do something, like we want to be all in, I think that's like how we've been with like supple and with, you know, podcasts at times too. And I think what's been great about, you know, how we've grown a lot is just like letting ourselves just chill and learn to chill and just be like, okay, we don't have to solve this like overnight. Like we can always pick it up if we want well, also, to like to, to like even interject, like there's not a problem. Like there's not yeah. a problem. Like there's people that are finding out about the podcast every day. For example, like my TikTok, like I hit hundred K like a few months ago and I've literally not gained like followers since then. So it just happens. And I think like yeah. Emma was saying, we've both felt like shitty. I feel like for the past few months of like, we're not doing enough. Like, I don't know how to stimulate this anymore with the like limited time we do have to work on it, which doesn't mean once again, we don't care, but it's like, so different it's so different like we've both grown up and both have different responsibilities and so thinking about how we can like bring life to it and also too in the background like the wellness industry has changed in the past two years so that's like another thing that we are like fighting up against right like it was COVID yeah. when we first started the podcast now it's like a different world that we're almost in which I think is something that like I don't think about a lot of like yeah. my own like my own life and like you know podcast and all that stuff and our friendship and like what we were able to do and now what we can do so who knows um yeah we'll see I think Emma and I felt really like inspired to want to revive CMOS girlies not to say like we aren't doing stuff like you I guys- think doing this podcast has like made me excited again yeah um, and I feel like it's like natural for being like in a creative environment to be creative at times and other times like not and I think we maybe we've been I feel like I've been in more of like a reflective period but I kind of am like I feel re-energized again. I'm like, I want to like be excited and like tap into like my inner excited self. Kate and I were talking off pod, like how happy and goofy we are during the pandemic is this is like when we started that. And like, that is like truly the last time I like have known, I knew like peace. Um, and yeah, so who knows where we'll be when we hit episode 200, who knows? Um, some more we got, I was going to do like favorite supplements, favorite routines that could be a whole episode in itself. But one thing I think is interesting, I don't know if you have one comes to mind, but like hot takes we've changed our mind on. Um, I think one thing that you're constantly battling, just this is not even a hot take, but I think I was always like, I like, what's a rest day, you know, not committing to them every week. Right. And then that bites you in the ass and you get injured. And I think now that is something that I've grown to like really get over it of like, also just like you don't need to kill yourself in all your workouts like that was something that I think I still when we started the pod was like coming right off of like playing volleyball and like still was in that toxic mindset and I 
it's like one of those things like I know in the back of my head I shouldn't be killing myself every workout but I think I need to do it because I think that I'm the exception to the rule here but I think now that's like something that I'm like so into my rest and recovery like I'm geriatric in my like Normatec recovery boots and my baths every night so that's like one I've changed my mind on a lot yeah I definitely I definitely relate to the resting thing and I think also that health be or like what quote unquote healthy is like looks different on everyone. And I think that's something that I've learned at least for just my own personal health that yeah, times when I probably, when society probably would have deemed me healthy, I definitely wasn't healthy. And I'm definitely like the healthiest I probably have ever been just kind of like comparing to how I look and feel now versus like back in 2019, it's like so drastic. And so I think that's something that I had definitely like learned or feel like I've changed my own personal perspective on when it comes to myself personally. But I think like for hot takes that it maybe applied to like general, yeah, society at large or like health. Definitely. Yeah. I would say rest days for sure. Yeah, for sure. If we could go back in time, would we change anything? I don't think so. I think when we were so giddy and just excited about, like I said, there was no roadmap of what a CMOS girly even was. And so we just had the, the doors open to define that. I just feel like that was such a beautiful time and I really wouldn't change that. Maybe I would have gotten mics a little bit earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one thing I would have changed is the podcast formatting, um, which you guys probably don't think about a lot, but I think about it like all the time of when we first started, we were so catch all in our episodes that it has become really difficult to make episodes now. Like we did one entire episode talking about like everything related to gut health and we should have broken that down into eight different episodes. Yeah. So we got very broad, where too fast. And now we're like, should we podcast about like eggs? And we did. Literally, we did an episode about that. But when we first started, it was like, let's just be so informative. And I just think it wasn't really productive in our conversations. Yeah, I don't really know if there's anything that I would change. I mean, we've been lucky in the sense that we have been able to have full control of everything. Like it, it just, it's so goofy, like how much we've experimented. I think that's been like really fun that we've been able to like, figure out what has like worked for us. Like I remember when we had the CMOS life Instagram account, we were making like, these, oh my like, God, PDFs, not the infographic era, <laughs> the infographic era. I don't know why we did that. I mean, it was and then we had like times, a Patreon but... that we like tested out and yeah, it's just like, it's very interesting to see just all the different like formats that we really have experimented with. And obviously the meme page is what has stuck and thank God, because I could not imagine still making infographics. Yeah, I mean, we rode that wave because everyone was, but slowly realized that is uh, unpaid internship territory. Like, and also, what the fuck? Who cares? I mean, I'm on TikTok and I'm seeing people charge. I saw someone, Emma, charge for a guide about seed cycling for $10. Yikes. You can, like, you can go listen to our podcast for free. You can go like my memes you for free. And I think line. that's one thing I've thought about a lot. I wouldn't change this, but monetization, now that I do social media creation, I've realized like, oh my God, people charge for the dumbest fucking things. And Emma and I don't charge for anything. All of our episodes, guys, could be up behind a paywall if we wanted to be cunts. But like, I don't care to be. I don't think that you need to hear me behind a paywall. But there's a lot of creators that would charge for everything we do and charge for every time we mention a brand, like, are they paying us? No. Sometimes we've gotten paid for ads. And like, if you hear an ad in the pod, but if I, I posted one about purely Elizabeth the other day, did she pay me? No. So that's a thing that I would think if people were watching us from like a, a manager perspective of like, you shouldn't post anything for free. You shouldn't give brands free exposure. I'm like, I'm a meme page at the end of the day, guys. Like 
it, it, it would suck the fun out of it to be like money driven. And so I'm really happy we didn't take that route. But that's something that I always think about of like, would the, I don't know, would there have been a way for us to like podcast full time? Probably not. But eh, I don't know. Interesting thought. Last question we have. Where do we think we'll be at episode 200? Jacked. <laughs> I don't know. Um, That'll be like in two years. Well, year and a half, probably. Honestly, I could see us living. I'm going to put this on the record. Okay, everyone, listen up. Emma and I are going to be in upstate New York in a small house and we're going to be somehow starting supple. We're going to be podcasting, posting memes. Maybe we'll go on Instagram live and tell you about supple and something like that. We're going to get the fuck out of New York. because the rent's too expensive here for us to start a company. And then we'll be doing that. Um, you know, I agree. I, I feel like by the time we hit episode 200, we will have been able to change or turn this into a more financially positive um endeavor for us <laughs> your wording where we can actually live off of it and supple will actually be out in the world yeah in some shape or form it will not no longer just be an idea in our head it'll actually be a physical product yeah it'll be our 24 7 thing which is at the end of the day what we have always wanted to do with this thing um i think we first dipped our toes into health and wellness uh, we both were like um uh, emma's working in fashion i'm working in politics and now we've realized no if i've dedicated all this fucking time i want to change the wellness industry and i want to be working in it so that's the end goal um but yeah dog when we're 25 you think we're still gonna be living in new york city like we fucking hate the loud noise we fucking Hell don't no. go out dude why are we here i mean i like it here i was actually getting reflective on new york city the past week and i think it's very cute and nostalgic i love september whatever um but dog when we're 25 like shit Girl, we need a garden i want to be Girl. like growing my own tomatoes i don't think it'd be so wellness unless i have like some weird upstate like fantasy realized you know what yeah. i mean um think of all the steps we can take in like the woods awesome we can have goats yeah so uh if you're listening to this in year 2024 and you've seen our cute goats on instagram i'm gonna name mine miso how about you olive i think maka is a good name for a girl (laughs) maka is a good maka is a beautiful name for a girl (laughs) maka miso horny goat weed chicory is kind of cute chicory's cute psyllium that's mean that's like you do name the runt psyllium like god if you were to name your goat psyllium like i would hope that human society would like take the goat away yeah mag come here mag magnesium oh um anyways so that was episode 100 i hope you guys liked it um emma was a special pleasure to pod with you i feel like it was very cute like full circle i know wow i can't believe we've done this a hundred a hundred times uh that's showbiz though that's showbiz baby um so if you like us you know like the memes leave us a review make some friends in geneva maybe send emma and i a cheeky dm so we both don't want to die <laughs> kidding that'd be we're, cute we're I, could, I could use that we could use a little boosting uh once again we barely know if anyone listens to the pod so <laughs> maybe it's just going to emma and i and that's about it but like i do listen to the pod yeah, yeah that's honestly enough if you send me a dm saying i listen to the pod you will make my day i'll be like oh my god we got one listener guys one listener Hell yeah. anyways um thanks for listening see you girlies we love you and we'll see you next tuesday bye <laughs>